Mr. Buffett, uh, I'm Randall Bellows from Chicago, and the two questions I have since you're answering questions so far afield are, if you were to look at the balance sheet of the United States of America, is the national debt as, as frightening as that it appears to be? And secondly, in terms of re redeployment of capital, if Coca-Cola is such a, uh, uh, a wonderful investment, has returned so much, why not redeploy some capital in uh, purchasing additional shares of Coca-Cola? And finally, thank you for uh, letting Jane do that portrait of you. And if it's good, we'll do Mr. Munger next. Thank you. First question about the U.S. balance sheet. It, uh, the net national debt is about, it would be about uh, 60 odd percent of GDP. Um, Without counting unfunded pensions. Yeah, but that's, but also with a, a claim on the income in effect of, 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 of future citizens, which was an asset too that you could set up. The, uh, but that figure, I think at the end of World War II, may have been, uh, I know it was around at least 125%, may have been 150% or so of GDP. Uh, so we have sustained, now inter the interest rate on that debt was much lower. Uh, a lot of it was at 2.9% because that's what savings bonds paid. But that level of debt, uh, which I don't advocate, in relation to GDP turned out to be quite sustainable. And as a matter of fact, it drifted down uh, year after year uh, for a long time until the early 80s when it started rising again. And now it's, it's, uh, it's actually uh, fallen a little bit in the last few years, the ratio of debt to GDP. There are a lot of measurements of, of uh, how much debt is too much and all of that. But probably, I, I think that if I had to look at one single statistic, I would look at, at that ratio, of, 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 just like I would look at a ratio of debt to income for an individual. Then you'd get into the question of the stability of the income and to whom it is owed. Uh, but I, I do not think that the, uh, that the level of debt relative to the economy is, is uh, of anything that's uh, of a frightening nature. I like the idea of it trending downward a little bit over time rather than trending upward. And if it keeps trending upward, it can get awkward, although it's, I think in Italy it's close to 150% now. And you start getting to 150% and talk 8% interest rates and you're talking 12% of GDP essentially going to interest. Uh, and, the, uh, if you were to put a balance sheet of the country together, it's kind of interesting because you would have this $4 billion uh, of net debt on the liability side, and you'd also have a lot of pension obligations, as Charlie mentions, on the liability side. But you've got a lot of assets, too. You've got, you've got a 35% interest, profits interest, in all the American corporations. I mean, the, 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 the government, if it has a 35% tax rate, uh, really owns 35% of the stock of American business. They own they own a significant part of Berkshire Hathaway. We write them a check every year. We don't write you a check every year. 
uh, but we write them a check. We plow your earnings back to create more value for their stock, with the, in other words, the taxes they You're get. You're trying to cheer these people <laughs> up. <laughs> but what would, you, what would you pay to have the right today to receive all the future corporate tax payments made by all the companies in the United States, the discounted value of it? You'd pay a very big number. What would you pay to have a right to take a, a percentage of the income of every individual that makes more than X in the United States, and also the right to change your percentage as you went along. That's a very big number, too. So you've got a, you've got a very big asset there, uh, that, and you've got some very big liabilities, too. But uh, the country is very solvent, at, uh, and I would not like to see debt rise at any rapid rate. I wouldn't like to see it rise at all, but I wouldn't like to see it particularly at rise at a rapid rate because that sets a lot of things in motion if it's rising as a percentage of GDP. But if you tell me that 20 years from now the national debt will be $10 trillion, but that it'll be the same percentage of GDP, does that alarm me? Not in the least. I mean, it, uh, so I expect it to increase, and I I think there's some arguments why, even why it may be advisable to have it increase, but I don't think it's a good idea to have it take up more and more of your income, because that sets a lot of other things in motion. So I welcome what's happened in the last couple of years, which is to see it decrease modestly from, uh, from the trend that existed the previous 10 or 12 years. Charlie? Well, generally, I think that you're right. that. It isn't all bad, and to the extent that it is bad, uh, a great nation with a capitalistic economy will stand uh, quite a bit of abuse from the political side. It's a damn good thing, too, because um, I don't think we should be terribly discouraged. If, if there's anything that's really going to do the country in, it'll be what I call a Serpico effect, where you start rewarding what you don't want more of, and it then just grows and grows and grows. Yeah, but I don't think that's necessarily a, a bad fiscal result. It's just a bad result. Berkshire owes seven or eight hundred million or whatever it is now in debt, and then we have another three billion sum afloat. But you know, those numbers would have sounded very big to me twenty-five years ago. And, and yet, you know, we're we're one of the most conservatively financed operations you'll find. Ten years from now, we may owe more money, and it may be a smaller percentage still. I mean, it. it you can't talk about debt levels without relating it to the ability to pay debt. And uh, this country is probably in better financial shape now than it was in 1947. And, uh, 